But once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. Not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. After further review, I was getting a little worried there, bro. I had to like get the super extension of the commercial. What did you do? Fall in the toilet? No, 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 I didn't. You know, I was about to go to the next segment actually with David the Man and Guy Harris and go to the football con- concussion protocol. You got in here and just in the nick of time. And what did you do? Go get a Mountain Dew? I had to get, had to get myself a Sprite. Well, where'd you go? It's right down the hall. Well, I also had to use the bathroom. Oh, as well. okay. I'm gonna say, like, would you get lost? I mean, nah. yeah, the vending machines are right. Or did you go to one of those tailgate parties? Nah. You got you some Sprite, all right. You got that spiked Sprite. That's what you did. Nah. Okay. All right. So now, <laughs> let's get ready for the mm-hmm. the high school football. Because I was like, where'd he go? Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I mean, I'm playing commercial after commercial after commercial after commercial. Dave, you were you thinking the same thing too? I thought he he was going to go look for the horse's head. Right, <laughs> right exactly. Did no, you, did, did David, you? why would I go looking for the horse's head when you're the one who has to wear it? Well, you could have went back no, home. I don't own it, though. Right, you don't own it. I mean, you seem like you went back to Michigan, and I was uh, like, where did he, where'd he go? Uh, well, all my stuff was still up behind, too, so. Okay, yeah, I don't know if there was a line at the bathroom or what, but now let's get into this, get into the version of Michigan high school football. Here we go. Go ahead. All right. So I'll um, go around Southeast Michigan and hit on a few scores that happened. We'll start in uh, the Big Eight Conference. And says it was week six there. There are a few scores. Homer defeats Bronson, 36-24. Or Reading beats Jonesville in a close game, 40-36. Union City, who's in the driver's seat, a crossover game with the uh, Cascades. They beat Addison 36-22 and a beat down game Quincy 42, Springport 6. Speaking of the Cascades AIDS Conference mm-hmm. uh, put on some scores there. There, East Jackson and they finally win the game in the conference. They beat Hanover Horton 16-14. mean Michigan Center, 40, Manchester, 14. That was a shocker there. Mm-hmm. I'll actually have um, Manchester next week when they play Hanover Horton. And that one, I really don't know what to expect there. There from an officiating standpoint. Right, moving on to the Downer League. This one was kind of a topsy-turvy week there. There, Allen Park. Our 48, Dearborn, that's the Ford, Zilch, no surprise there. Livonia, Clarenceville, little 24, Taylor, 20. Hey, the Friday night Victor's game. Hey, Southgate Anderson knocks off Gibraltar Carlson, who was previously unbeaten, 33-28. I had Anderson earlier this season when they played Trenton. And I figured, you know, Anderson might trip somebody up, and lo and behold, they did. Mm-hmm. Hey, 
Speaking of Trenton, they knock off Woodhaven 21-14, so... And Wyandotte beats uh, Lincoln Park 35-19, so... In the Down River League, there is nobody who's undefeated and only one winless team. Even that's Edsel Ford. Ford, who's still winless. So... Well, then moving on to the Huron League. Like, this one was kind of... Of wild as well. Airport who was pre- who got destroyed by Huron. They go and take their frustrations out on Jefferson. They put up a fifty burger. They beat you know fifty one fourteen. Monroe Saint Mary Catholic Central who got off the shot of the win over Milan was winless. I figured Flat Rock might beat them. Gary and Chris also did as well, but. The gritty, gutty, resilient Falcons end up pulling out a win over Flat Rock 20-14 to on homecoming. Yeah, I see Jarrett Jansen, their new AD, posted that. Uh, they weren't. They haven't won a game yet? Well, they did beat Milan mm-hmm. and, uh, earlier in the year, so they, they took care of business in that one. But I, they, thought, I thought usually SMCC was usually, usually really good in football. Well, they, they're down a little bit this year. They, they're on the young side, but they pulled it all together. Is it like the Rockets, like with Candle in them, just inconsistency? They need to, you know, maybe fire the no, coach? Or no, 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 no. They're just really young. Okay, okay. They're very young. They, pull, they, ended, up pulling up, they ended up pulling up three guys from JV, two sophomores and a freshman. Yeah. And you got to get, get those lumps. And so they've had to take their lumps, but they got the win. So New Boston here on 27, Gross Eel, Zilch. Mm-hmm. And then Riverview puts it on Milan, who might be he a dumpster fire this year. <laughs> 42 to 7. It's like one stoplight in Milan. <laughs> home of former Rockets since it's homecoming, Stan Joplin. He, absolutely. His number is retired, by the way, number 43 at Milan. Yeah. So we'll jump over to the Interstate 8 Conference. Pull that up. Up in their week six. Cold water finally gets them. They get a win over Battle Creek Penn Hill 42 27. Hastings puts up a 60-burger on Marshall. They win 60-8. The Battle of Jackson goes to Jackson, Lumen Christie over Jackson Northwest, 35-7. And then Parma Western beats Harper Creek, 34-Bagel. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll then move on to the the uh, Lenaway County. Actually, you know, we'll go to the Kensington Lakes East. Mm-hmm. He's a few scores there. Air Wayne Memorial forfeits to Dearborn. How do you get a forfeit? I don't know what happened there. If uh, Memorial just didn't have enough players, or if there was some that's that's becoming. Chicanery. I'm starting to notice that that's being if, if teams not having enough because actually Van Buren only has like they'll start off with 14 players and sometimes in the game but like nine because of injuries and stuff like that. Is that is that can starting to come happen in Michigan where teams have to forfeit or or there's Disciplinary problems. I don't, I don't wow. know. I don't know what happened. Okay. Belleville beats Westland. John Glenn fifty six nothing. John Glenn really taking their lumps there. Jason Metzing, former coach at Ottawa Lake Whiteford, he's now coached at John Glenn. Mm-hmm. But again, lo- losing Belleville's not anything to hang your head about. Belleville's just a machine, right? And the the Lenawee County Athletics Association and some scores there. There was a big one. Matchup of unbeatens between Clinton and Dundee, and it's Clinton who prevails 34-7. Bra- it was the Braden Layman show, as he accounted for mm-hmm. all but one of the touch 
touchdowns by Clinton. He also kicked extra points, also had a conversion, and he also punted as well. Mm-hmm. Well, Hillsdale beats Columbia Central 34-26. Hudson over Blissfield 46-7. And my Blue Streaks beat Onstead 49-22. I just started out the year 0-4, but they played a murderer's row of mm-hmm. opponents. But they got, they won their last two, and I've actually... They've done a few projections. They could probably get in the playoffs with a losing record based on computer points. Yeah, that's true. Right, so, but well, their game in Week 9 against Dundee might actually be winnable now. Mm-hmm. After it looks like they'd probably get destroyed, but only time will tell what happens. And they're, they're moving on to who the SEC Red... And we had a rivalry game there, and it was the battle for the Golden Cleat as Bedford beats Monroe 28-14. Another big game from Trey Brueggemann, a running back. Heck, has over 200 yards on the grounds. Found for the Mules. Other scores, Dexter beats Ann Arbor here on 21-14. Celine 56, Ann Arbor Pioneer, Donut. And Ipsy Lincoln beats Ann Arbor Skyline 37-21. We'll move over to the SEC White Division. A few scores there. This score was basically a video game. Aim Tecumseh 69, Jackson 46. Nobody played a lick of defense. <laughs> Adrian beats Pinckney 28-13. Chelsea 44, Ypsilanti zilch. Big game next week between Chelsea and Tecumseh. He, that should be a, that should be a great one. I'd love to attend that one, but I can't. And and then uh, score kind of from uh, two small schools. The only game that happened in the Southwest Ten last night, apparently, play Centerville eighty, Cassopolis nothing. What? 80 to nothing. That is a pure stanky leg alert. How did that happen? They might as well, that other team should have just forfeited. Well, I ha- well I had Centerville in week three when they played Sand Creek, and I officiated the game, and I thought mm-hmm. they were pretty good. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were well coached. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Sand Creek is kind of down this year. But, yeah, I mean, they you know, they shot themselves the foot a few times. But I think so they were coached by Coach Candle. No, 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 they weren't. But, I mean, I'm kind of surprised how Cassopolis has fallen on really hard times. I know their head coach, Stephen Green, mm-hmm. aimed pretty well. And I, I don't know if he just uh, – there's just not any talent there or what the story is. But the thing is, a lot of the schools that are as in the Southwest 10 have fall, have dropped to eight-man football because of numbers. Mm-hmm. So who knows what's going to happen there. Mm-hmm. And there are those who are still just trying to hold out hope, say, you know, we got to hang on. As much we can, and but moving on to the Tri County Conference, which has a lot of schools that have dropped to eight man, mm-hmm. and some games that happened last night: Whiteford sixty-eight, Sand Creek six. There's another stanky leg alert. Can I ask why? Are teams just not? It, it, it seems like high school here, and I hate to say this: you want kids to play sports. I do. It, it's great for kids. Where is it that it's good when you're getting beat sixty-eight to six or eighty to zero? And in some of these teams you name, you know, Star Trek, Voyager, of the Divine Child, these schools have these teams. Is it starting to get kind of like AAU, where maybe there's certain kids that shouldn't be playing football? 
or shouldn't be playing sports at all. Mm-hmm. Dude, find another find another hobby because you know eighty to zero and sixty eight to six are are, are are horrible scores. Well, in Whiteford's case, they're just loaded with talent up the wazoo. But so is AAU. You see all these AAU teams popping up, popping up, popping. My kids should play. My kids should. Play. And like I said, it's all for, you know mental health and stuff. These stuff that happens like that. But at the end of the day, though, there's just some kids that shouldn't be playing sport. Just like sometimes we've been talking, you need to weed out some of the AAU teams. There's just, just no point where you're just over there getting chewed up by the machine. Yeah. Yeah, So, but Sand Creek's down this year. I mean, typically they've been pretty strong. Uh, Whiteford, they got to the semifinals last year. Here, lost a close one, but they only graduated five seniors, so there's a ton of talent back, and they're probably going to make another run in Division Eight. They do have to play Kalamazoo Loy Norricks next week, mm-hmm. a who's a Division One school. Although Loy Norricks has been a pervert, has been the, a dumpster fire for years. Mm-hmm. Here's, but they did get they did end up ending a long losing streak. They beat Kalamazoo Central back in Week Two, eight to seven. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's anything to shake a stick at. Eight to seven? Yeah. So that's a touchdown on two-point conversion. Yeah. That's what happened there. The game <laughs> that is going on right now, Adrian Madison and Summerfield. This game is commemorating the 50th anniversary of the Tri-County Conference. These are the only two schools, two founding schools, that are still playing 11-man football. Nice. So Wait a minute. The rest of the conference is only playing eight? Well, there's only five schools that play 11-man. Whiteford, Erie Mason, Adrian Madison, Summerfield, and Sand Creek. What happened to the other schools? There's one with eight-man? Yeah. Mm. Well, and Adrian Madison's leaving the Tri-County Conference to go to the LCAA next year. Mm. So there's only going to be four. And, I mean, I I touched on this in a piece I did back in August that what could happen with the Tri-County Conference if they were going to... I've heard they're going to do an alliance with the uh, the TAC. TAC. Yes, we did talk about that about a month or two ago. Yeah, and uh, Or they should align with somebody else. But the thing is, uh, the TAC, it seems like a lot of those schools have low numbers too, and they could be going to eight, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of... T- well, Cardinal Stritch doesn't have a team at all. I mean, like I said, it's just... It's either it's between the haves and the haves nots, and I guess maybe the best thing for some schools is not to have teams. If you're not going to have enough to be competitive, that's how kids get injured and hurt. Not only do their feelings and ego get hurt after getting a you know a stanky leg put on them, but physically they can get hurt as well. Well, but one school in Ohio that has a football team for the first time ever, and that's Pioneer North Central. They got a win over Erie Mason 34-14, and it seems like North Central's actually been doing pretty well. This is Pine, like from Pioneer, Ohio? Yeah. Okay. Was it 8-man? No, it's 11-man football. And this is the first time they've had That's right. This is their first time they're having a varsity team, and they've actually been able to do pretty well. So, I mean, I have to give kudos. Let, that's good get, coaching. That, that's not Jason Candle coaching them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they beat and they beat a very well, near Mason team that I thought was pretty good. They've got a Mason's got a good quarterback, Vaughn Brown, mm-hmm. a lot of good receivers. But I know they've been a little bit dinged up too. But hey, a win's a win. You don't apologize for it. Mm-hmm. And so that's some Tri County Conference scores. We'll go to the Western Wayne Athletic Conference, and this uh, this conference has just. Let's just say it. It's a basketball conference. Uh, like the ACC or the ASS, as we like to uh, Well, because, well, la- well, last week when, uh, I mean, I'll hit on it later, but some score, but get, moving on to the scores. 
Dearborn Heights Crestwood beats Rivalist 37-6. Dearborn Heights Robichaud over Redford Thurston mm-hmm. 37-21. Melvindale beats Annapolis 35-20. Redford Union beats Garden City 47-21. Yeah, it's a basketball conference. Um, because pretty well, I mean, because I've seen some of the uh, teams there, and it seems like Redford Union is the only team that's really worth a hoot. Because De- Crestwood isn't Crestwood's not bad, but not, they're not. I don't think they're anything special either. Garden City, he is just middle of the road. Melvindale, I had in week four. Mm-hmm. There's some talent there, but I don't think they're they're a lot of those kids aren't very disciplined. And same can be said. Robichaud's got talent. They're just they're they're very undisciplined. We had to give their we actually had to give their coach uh, three sideline infractions last week because they had coaches mm. in the restricted area. Hey, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. And then Romulus isn't Romulus only has one win, and Redford Thurston mm-hmm. is winless. Mm, okay. So. But, I mean, I'll kind of get to what I did last week. I mean, just to kind of get everybody up to speed. I was doing a JV game at mm-hmm. That's right. Monroe St. Mary's. I got blocked into, knocked over, and when it happened, I will admit I did let out a few four-letter words that I can't say on the air. I was initially checked for or anything, any broken bones. They said nothing's broken. I'm thinking, eh, I'm a little sore, but you know, I'm gonna try and get up, finish the game. I got up, told everyone I was okay. Hey, got a, hey, mo- both teams. I, they know who I am because of my work with Victors. Did you say that, Tim? Like, do you know who I am? No, 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 oh. no, no, no. They, 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 they all say they, they all say, hey, yeah, we know who you are. We, lo-. heck, I when I was at uh, when I was at Southgate in week two, having them and tra- having them in Trenton, and there were. Southgate coaches come up to me and say, "Hey, uh, I see, I see your work on Friday Night Victors, and I just want to say we love it." Good. good. So they, even the Trenton, there was a coach from Trenton too that said, "Hey, we like, I've seen your work. We like you. We know who you are." Well, we know you're a celebrity over there, uh, Frank. You do refereeing. You're always behind the mic and everything. So everyone loves Frank. It's like everybody loves Raymond. Everybody loves Frank. Yeah. So I mean, well. So when this whole deal happened, I tried to continue as best I could, but it just hurt worse, and it just started hurting worse and worse. I'm thinking, okay, there's something wrong. And I fourth quarter, I just told all my crew chief, I said, look, I'm hurting too much. I can't run. It's getting hard for me to bend over, put the ball down. Now mm. I'm gonna have to. And I I went over to. The bench had the trainer say, check me out, and just said, look, I know you checked me for stuff that was broken, but something doesn't feel right. And he said, well, you probably need to go get x-rays. So I went to the – I drove myself to the ER, had to get a CT scan, came back negative for anything broken or fractured or cracked or punctured, just had a, ended up with a really bad contusion. And they told me – Take the rest of the week off. Take a couple days off from work, and you can go back at it next week. Take, but I mean, I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful that nothing serious happened, and I mean, I, I appreciate everybody at SMCC and Riverview for expressing their concern and making sure that I was okay. Hey, that just shows that hey, hey, 
for people that are for like a lot of the bad apples out there that say, oh, there's people that have seemingly have their problem with officials. There's people out there that genuinely care about what we as officials do. Because they realize that, hey, there's a shortage and we're gonna go out there. We're gonna do the best we can. We're gonna we're gonna fight through a, a lot of BS. But at the end of the day, hey, we're human and just it's really a, really all I can say about it. It's um uh, in my in my off time, our crew ended up having uh, Dearborn Heights, uh, not Crestwood, Annapolis at Romulus on Romulus's homecoming, and uh, <laughs> Annapolis ended up winning the game. And I could tell ne- neither team was anything special because mm-hmm. right now Annapolis only has two wins. Romulus has only one win, and I mean they have there. There's some there's some nice players for both teams, but I don't think they're they're not really. Annapolis just wasn't very was just kind of um, not that great. Mm-hmm. Romulus was I think was more talented. They just weren't disciplined. So long story short, you're back in the game. Oh yeah, I had it. Well, I'll even tell you what game I did last night. Okay, and then we'll wrap it up. Right, that was a. Um, Eight-man football game between Britton Deerfield and Brown City. Mm-hmm. Hey, and it was uh, Brown City prevailing 60-38. to 38. Pretty wild. Pretty competitive game for the most part. All right, but a lot of these eight-man scores are pretty ugly, too, as I look. Yeah, no eight-man. We can just, yeah. just wrap it up. So, oh, I will, I'll... One game I will have. I'll have one more game in eight man. That's going to be between Lenaway Christian and BD in week nine. That should be a that should be a nice game. Nice. Well, I'm glad you're back, Frank. Walking better, and you really got into the action. Actually, yeah. It would have been cool if you tackled the kid. Nah. I mean, I I, th- I even had a cuff. I think it was a uh, Chris Westover, one of my uh, brothers in stripes. He. Uh, he was. He gave me crap. Like, well, why did you throw a flag? I said, well, what was I gonna throw a flag on? Mm. It was a. It was a freak accident. It was. And it, I mean, I'm not the. I'm not the first official to get knocked on, on my on his rear end, and by a player accidentally. And I'm sure as hell not gonna be the last. No, that's true. So we'll wrap it up there. We'll get into. Concussion protocol about Tula. I know some of you were fe- fired up about, about that. And then the NFL pick them. Listen to 88.3 WTs after further review here. As that was Frank's Michigan, high school Michigan football recap and wrap up. It's October. Can you believe it's October? Yep. We only have two more months in the year, November and December. Mm-hmm. And then it's bye bye 2022 and hello 2023. And just like that, the football season is going along as well. Up next, David the Man of God Harris and Frank discuss the protocol in the Tua situation. And I have something to say about Thursday night football. We'll be back after this. <laughs> 